Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Monday, April 3rd. It is six minutes after 11, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. So we've done a lot of talk about Donald Trump, and now we're going to talk about Ron DeSantis. And of course, I'm sure that will lead back to Donald Trump. Oh, yes, here it is. The latest Yahoo News YouGov poll. Okay, so there's been three in a row, and they had Trump leading 47 to 39, and then DeSantis caught up and it was 45 to 41 but now the first post indictment poll shows that Trump is surging 57 to 31 26 point lead isn't if that, it's a one on one contest between the two isn't that just wild that some guy gets indicted and you go well I wasn't for him before but he got indicted so now it's all <laughs> systems go mm-hmm. what what is going on in our society uh a lot there's a lot going on and a lot to talk about so ron desantis what? What, what isn't that just a really crappy way to decide who you're going to vote for for president well i knew this guy's policies and i've been around him basically for eight years now because he ran for president uh twice mm-hmm. and he didn't win my vote then however now that he's gotten indicted well okay i'm all in well he's very polarizing if you were on the fence before, you're all you're all in now. I mean, even you posted a picture with Donald Trump. A lot of people could have taken that as I'm off DeSantis, I'm back on the Trump wagon. But it's not. Well, I know. If but someone I'm... were to call me right now to poll and say, who do you want for president? I did that because I'm a giant troll, Casey. <laughs> and my goal is to enrage and inflame as many people as humanly possible as often as I can and trigger as many people as I can. Well, sure. But when the story broke and you post a picture of yourself with Donald Trump, it almost looks like you're doing that in support of him. But before that, I had taken the photo of me and Trump and had my I wife know, impose DeSantis' head I on know, it. I know. I know. I'm, I'm not saying. the person we should be using in this equation, Casey. I just find that very, very interesting how uh, there's no rhyme or reason to any of it, right? There's no th- there's no logical reason that you would say, well, this guy had eight years to, to earn my support. I'm, and for whatever reason, not wanting to vote for him, but now that he's been indicted, well, screw it. I'm going to vote for him. That's just a very weird uh, thing. So DeSantis was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. over the weekend, and he laid in to Alvin Bragg. And now you have this Manhattan district attorney who his whole platform when he got elected was that he was going to downgrade as many felonies as possible to misdemeanors. He was going to keep as many people out of jail, even habitual criminals, as possible. Uh, And he was going to go light on all these things as part of, quote, criminal justice reform. So that's his posture. He doesn't want to charge people with felonies. So now he turns around, purely for political purposes, and indicts a former president on misdemeanor offenses that they're straining to try to convert into felonies. That is when you know that the law has been weaponized for political purposes. That is when you know that the left is using that to target their political opponents. 
Very interesting. He doesn't say Trump's name. He says the former president. But then he goes around and, and, and makes brag his enemy, the left, versus Trump. Well, I think that's a strong way to do it because the issue here, look, Trump is a symptom of the issue. And the issue is that you have these people who are supposed to be non-political, be they judges or, or be they prosecutors, who are injecting nothing but politics into their decision-making process. And so I think DeSantis is going about it the right way because right now you're sort of in, uh, you're sort of suck, stuck in neutral in the sense of there's nothing you're going to say that is going to help you right now because if you come out in support of Trump, then you're subservient to Trump, which is what so many people do, and they look very weak. If you come out, and he wouldn't because it's ridiculous, in support of, well, it's time for Trump to pay the piper, you know, or whatever, then you're obviously going to carry her in the polls. So he's doing it exactly perfect, which is this guy doesn't exist, and we're going to just talk about, at least in name, and we're going to talk about the 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 what is causing the symptom to be taking place. Okay, so this was DeSantis's first appearance since Trump was indicted. A lot of people said they were angered by the indictment, didn't agree with it, and then they applauded DeSantis for calling it flimsy and for criticizing Bragg. But how about DeSantis, who has not officially launched a candidacy for the president? He has to talk about this. I'm sure he doesn't want to be talking about this. He wants to be talking about his book and his wins and his blueprint for America based on what he's doing in Florida. But instead, he's having to talk about Donald Trump without talking about Donald Trump. But what do we tell you? The key to being a good arguer, and I have very few talents, Casey, but one of the things that I was blessed with was the ability to effectively Argue, And one of the things about in debate, in, in, in uh, discourse, the effective people are very effective in those fields are always able to frame something around the subject they want to continually address. So in the case of DeSantis, I think the argument has to be or the case has to be that, yes, this is an ideal. But if I'm going to have to talk about it, I'm going to talk about it in the sense of who these prosecutors are why we have to solve this issue and how I in Florida was the only governor in the state or in the country to to get rid of one of these types of people. So if you are concerned about this, I'm the guy because I'm the one actually doing something about it. Okay, so there were some supporters, some Donald Trump supporters that were crashing a Long Island, New York book signing event that Ron DeSantis was at. This is ridiculous, isn't it? Why do they do that? Because they're I mean, they're they're so focused on Trump that they're going to rail on DeSantis, even though we're all on the same team. But we're not on the same team. The only Trump people live in, and look, I'm not talking about a Trump voter. I'm talking about the only Trump people live in some bizarre fantasy land where, again, and this is why I think the DeSantis running is going to be interesting because he's got the money and the moxie to hold the mirror up to these people and go, this is what your guy did. Go ahead and defend it. They live in this world where the, the Trump is the only person who can save this country, and they are willing to, I can't say this word on the radio, but it rhymes with hit, they're willing to hit can anybody who might have the audacity to challenge the guy, even if it's totally legal, above board methods, but like running for president. And they are behaving, in many cases, like complete psychopaths. Ron DeSantis is not the problem. Ron DeSantis has every right to run for president, not run for president, continue being governor, sell a book, whatever he wants to do. 
And you people are behaving far worse to Ron DeSantis than you are to, say, uh, Bush or Christie or, you know, whoever. Go badger Mike Pence. He's actually a problem. Ron DeSantis is not a problem. If you want to behave like a lunatic... Do it to Mike Pence. You know what? Uh, we listed all of the names. Uh, Asa Hutchinson is throwing his name in the hat for Republican presidential candidate. And there's Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Mike Pence, possibly Mike Pompeo, possibly Tim Scott. We we forgot to mention Chris Christie. He's also yes a possible yes absolutely might run as the field is just getting more crowded. But we know it's it's going to come down to these two people and DeSantis. He should be. He is. But he could exclusively just highlight his successes. Well, and that's uh, and I think Ethan and I talked about this on Friday, that the key to winning elections is you got to pick three or four things and you never get off those things. You win or lose based on what the things are that you pick and how they resonate with the people. What, What would DeSantis pick? What would his three, the Florida economy, his openness yeah, in COVID or the I, th- I think I think the I think woke battle with Disney. I think the thing with DeSantis has got to be, and again, if we're saying three things, number one is liberty and freedom. That when everybody else and you and you say this very clearly, and you don't even have to name Trump. People know what you're saying. When everybody else was shutting down and they were being bribed by the federal government to shut down. I mean, that's the word I would use. I'm the guy who stayed open. You will never see our society shut down if Ron DeSantis is president. Okay, boom. The economy, doing very well. And you say, people are fleeing these other states because we are doing so well. People are coming here. You know, it's interesting. I saw the statistic came out. For all the bull crap and bravado that comes from the the disingenuous clowns who make the laws down the street from us, Indiana only gained like 22,000 people last year. It was one of the... uh, the smallest population gains in many, many decades. And so for all this state that works, envy of the Midwest, whatever lies that come out of Holcomb's mouth and the and the uh, Republicans and the legislature sit there like seals and go, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's clearly not playing out. We're not getting the population growth because people don't want to come here because what happened during COVID? Holcomb shut the state down. The Republicans, who were supposed to be the last line of defense, didn't do anything to stop it. Where'd they go? People went to Florida because they know it'll be open. So I think it, you're right. It's it's liberty and freedom. It's the economy. And I think the I think the the third one is DeSantis can claim, and he can claim the high ground on this. I will fight for you. When it comes to doing the hard things, I will always put you ahead of the politicians. When you when you look at Trump, that's a very broader well, it is. Picture. And then you can define that on whatever form you want. And, right. I th- and I think you have to say, and he's, and it, I'm not going to do it on a radio show off the top of my head here. DeSantis will come up with a much better way to do this. Trump was pro-Fauci. Trump put Fauci in charge. Trump backed up Fauci. Trump stood behind Fauci. Trump went along with Fauci. Uh, Trump is so vulnerable on COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think once we get into hey, everybody's running and everybody's on the same playing field, and now you're running against a guy with $100 million who you're not going to bully out of the race or intimidate or or you know whatever, I think Trump's going to be in for a rude, rude awakening because DeSantis has the money to point all those things out. And speaking of which, in Pennsylvania, he blasted Fauci and the government. This is a Trump, the government's response to COVID. Not only did Florida get it right, these experts like Fauci got it wrong. 
They were wrong on lockdowns. They were wrong on masking. They were wrong on saying schools needed to be closed. They were wrong on denying the existence of natural immunity. They were wrong about the efficacy of mRNA shots. They were wrong about denying that the COVID virus came from a lab in Wuhan, China. So my question is, where is the accountability for these people for all the damage that they did to our country? I think someone like Comer is going to go to his side really quick. But he went on to say, we refuse to let our state descend into Fauci dystopia, where people's livelihoods were destroyed, their freedoms were curtailed. And he said, no, we choose freedom over Fauciism. We've got one more piece of... um DeSantis audio mm-hmm. and so let's take a break because when he comes back he goes right at the Republicans and yeah. this is this is really good really good piece I was saved it for last we ran a little long in the segment so let's do it when we come back all right it's Kendall and Casey it's 93 WIBC 21 minutes after 11 it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and what are people talking about this morning oh for heaven's sake Dylan Mulvaney again this guy has become the brand ambassador for Bud Light. Why would they do this? I have no idea. Clearly, somebody in their marketing department does not know who their target demo is. So Dylan Mulvaney, we've talked about him many times on this show, is a man mm-hmm. who is trying to present himself as a woman. He's the guy that, on this show, we talked about when Drew Barrymore got down on bended knee and was practically crying in front of him and how great it was. I mean, this is a very sick, weird person and who's a man who dresses up as a woman, and Bud Light has made him some Bud sort of, Light. Some sort of face of the company. Yeah, the Clydesdales, Spuds McKenzie. Why? But why? And now this guy. I mean, and this is where when people talk about uh, the responsibility of these companies to do what is right for their shareholders rather than their political viewpoints. This is what we're talking about. There's no way that this man who dresses as a woman being the spokesperson for Bud Light is going to be influenced. Selling more beer? Yeah, right. Positive for the sales of that company. It's going to have the exact opposite effect. Absolutely. If if you're a Bud Light drinker, hardcore Anheuser-Busch fan, this might make you turn off. No, absolutely. And go to a different brand. Wholeheartedly agree. So the question becomes, how does this get approved? And if you're an investor in Bud Light or you're a shareholder or you're whatever, even if you work there, I mean, you look at this going, what the hell are you people doing? Okay, so the beer made a special edition Dylan Mulvaney can celebrating his 365 days of girlhood. It's not an April April Fool's joke. This is real. His face is really on the can. He debuted it with a video of him in a bathtub, blowing bubbles all over the place, opening a Bud Light. And then there was also this video. Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month. But it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money, too. Love ya! Okay, so let me make make sure I got this right, Casey. So a man who dresses as a woman Mm -hmm. 
is going on for a product that is consumed predominantly by men at sporting events is a major market by which they present, saying, I'm a man dressed as a woman. I have no idea about sports. Well, that certainly endears you to your audience. And uh, I don't know what this slogan is. I don't know what sport it is. I have no idea to connect with you whatsoever or no ability to connect with you whatsoever. But you know what's really exciting? I got my picture on a beer can because I have pretended to be a woman for 365 days. You got it. Correct. Absolutely correct. And who? it's so Full of it. Who doesn't know what March Madness is? Right. Something to do with sports. Like, is he mocking women acting dumb? Like, they don't know what March Madness is? It's ridiculous. I wanted to share with you some... Uh, Anheuser-Busch, by the way, is owned by a Belgian company now. But I wanted to give you some U.S. brands that they still bottle. So you make your own choice of how, you, you know, which beer you want to consume. Anheuser-Busch sells Budweiser, Bud Light, Bush, Corona, Stella Artois, Beck's, Labatt's, Michelob, Modelo, and Natty Light. Okay, there you go. Also trending this morning, Shania Twain. She was awarded the Equal Pay Award last night at the CMT Music Awards. <laughs> Megan the Stallion gave her the award. The best part is just how Megan the Stallion keeps saying her name. This year, we are recognizing the incredible Shania Twain! You didn't hear that. It's Shania Twain. Let me try it. Can I try it? Are you they, ready? They just met each other minutes before she went on stage to give her the award. Are you ready? Yeah. The incredible Casey Daniels. You got it. The incredible Casey Daniels. Very good. Am I doing it right? Yeah, you got it. The incredible Casey Daniels. Thank you. Thank you very much. Also trending Dungeons and Dragons. One more time. Honor- the incredible <laughs> Casey Daniels. Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. It surprised everybody by opening at the box office, making $38.5 million at movie theaters. And lastly, Dave Matthews Band coming to Noblesville. They will be in town on June 30th and July 1st. Tickets are currently on sale. All right, let's take a quick break. We've got more of that DeSantis audio Mm -hmm. on the way. He goes after the Republicans, which is just epic and awesome. Um, So let's talk about that. It's coming up with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Eleven thirty-two. it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, he paid a visit to the Keystone State this weekend. He gave a keynote address at the conservative Pennsylvania Leadership Conference. He was in Harrisburg. While he was there, he was highlighting the state of Florida's economy, also his handling of COVID-19. He said Florida is a citadel of freedom. He uses that word a lot, citadel. And one of the things DeSantis does here, as you will hear, is that he is beginning to contrast himself with other Republicans. And I think it's an interesting way he's going about this. He's not directly saying, here's me, here's Trump. He's starting to weave this in to where he's talking about Republicans as a collective who did things, of which Trump was amongst them who did the things. And I think you will see over time he will gradually begin to more and more 
directly indicate that he's talking about Trump. Take a listen. So we let people know from day one, you're either on the team or you pack your bags. And if you're bringing a different agenda, I don't want you here because this is the people's business we got to take care of. And finally, we said, uh, I am not going to be like some of these Republicans that just sit around. They're all defensive. They're like potted plants. They don't want to offend the media or offend the Democrats. No, we're going on offense in the state of Florida. And we went on offense from day one. Okay, so DeSantis is saying we're going on offense. And now you've got Trump saying that he's going on offense. They're both on offense at this point. And Chris Christie was kind of railing against DeSantis saying, knock it off. Nobody asked you. Oh, well, coming from Chris Christie, who's been out of public office for what, eight or nine years Mm -hmm. now? I think a lot of people have asked Ron DeSantis. I think they asked him. That's why he's in Pennsylvania giving a speech. I think he was invited there to go give the speech. And Chris Christie was not invited to go give that speech. But DeSantis uh, saying he's expanding the school choice programs. He's banning what he calls left wing woke ideology from schools and while he was getting lots of cheers on the inside there were people demonstrating across the street opposing what he's doing in the public schools so he 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 is on offense and he is offending a lot of people with his decisions it's 11.34. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You want to talk about your buddy, your friend, Joe Manchin? Which one? Oh, sure. You know I love Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin, oh, flip-flopping yes. Joe. Oh, one of my all-time favorite politicians. He's very resolute in his belief system, <laughs> Casey, and totally predictable and very reliable. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I, knew, I knew a guy once that you could argue with him and change his mind no matter what you said. Well, that's because you're a woman. He would look... No, no. It, was, it worked with anybody. He would look out the window and he would be like, oh, the sky's blue. I don't know. It looks like it's gray to me. Oh, you're right. It's gray. Are you sure it wasn't just because you're a blonde woman? No, no. It's it was it worked with everybody like this. Oh, really? You could say he would say it's really hot in here. I don't know. It's kind of cold. You're right. It is cold. You could convince him to anything, but that's what Joe Manchin. Because I no, Casey. Here's the thing, though. I have agreed to all sorts of things I didn't want any part of over the years because of women. Because so, of a woman. I mean, is that what Joe Manchin's problem? Well, is? I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea what his problem is, but it's a big problem. Whatever it is. <laughs> you think there's a woman behind him? He said he was asked. If he was going to run for president and he said the country's already divided and we cannot withstand it anymore and there's a movement going on and he really didn't answer the question, though. He kind of dodged it. There's a famous line in the movie Ghostbusters where I can't say this word, but it rhymes with sick and where uh, the Ghostbusters are trying to convince the mayor that. The Walter Peck character is just a lunatic. He's the Environmental Protection Agency guy that shut off their containment grid that released all the the ghosts, and they're trying to get free so they can go fight Gozer at the end. And and the, at one point, they're they're railing on this guy, and the mayor finally looks at him and goes, "Is this true?" And Bill Murray walks up to him and goes, "It is, Your Honor. This man has no sick." <laughs> and that is that is that is, that Joe, is Manchin. Joe Manchin. Okay, well, he was asked if he was going to run, and here's what he had to say: Are you open to running for president on that ticket, Dana? First of all, I'm worn out. The people are tired, sick and tired of the fighting and division that we have, and dividing the country. Abraham Lincoln said, "A divided, uh, divided, we cannot stand." 
We cannot basically have a divided country, and we cannot withstand that. We have to come together. So, are you with considering running for president? We have a movement. There's a there's a movement. There's <laughs> a movement going on that people want to bring the extremes back to the sensible and reasonable, responsible middle. Do you want to if lead I that movement in a bid trying for to president? get a dialogue? I'm I'm trying to get a dialogue to where people are saying, "Come on, this is ridiculous. Don't force people to go to the extremes." Now, okay, so this is fascinating for so many reasons. Number one, he's been there forever. He was a governor before he was a senator. He makes the choices. He's the person making the choices, and his party has had absolute power of government up until January for two years. So he limits, oh, there's extremists on both sides that are causing all of the problems and blah, blah. Well, it would be your side because you had all the power. The Republicans can't stop anything, as you proved. By the way, don't you love that? We've got to come back to the table and work together. Joe Manchin was the reason that they rammed through without bipartisan cooperation this gigantic green dream fetish bullcrap tax raising government growing bill that they and they're so he's so shifty and manipulative he called it the inflation reduction act even though the democrats yeah they didn't have anything to do with inflation he did all of this stuff and this a-hole has the audacity to sit there and go oh i gotta bring the temperature down oh i'm trying to bring everybody together oh the extremists in both parties he did everything he is solely responsible because he held the deciding vote of all the things he's claiming to limit, he did. Didn't he? Did he say he was exhausted in the beginning of that clip? Can you play that again, Kevin? I'm just curious because I think he said, we're tired. We're so uh, tired. Are you open to running for president on that ticket? Dana, first of all, I'm worn out. The people uh, are tired. Wor- worn out. That's what he said. Worn out. No kidding. Because of what you're doing. You, your policies. We're worn out. Okay, so he also isn't saying whether Biden's going to run again. Or if Biden deserves a second term. Like this guy. <laughs> make a decision and stick with it. Just go with that. Right? You're tired from flip-flopping all the time. He said that his filing date is January 15th and 24. And, and he'll make a decision maybe a little bit after that. Maybe not till the end of the year. I just need a nap first. Casey, we need something good, something positive. Mm -hmm. And did you know that there is a lady living right now who's 106 years old? That's 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 incredible. A long time. To live 100. This woman is alive and she's 106 years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think the keys to longevity are? Well, so they did a little, uh, they asked her, a local local news agency. she She was born the year that U.S. entered World War One, <laughs> World War One. So think uh, of everything she's seen. Yeah. So Breitbart had the story. This lady has now turned 106 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, see where she. Oh yeah, she lives in Los Angeles now. I don't think she was originally born there. She was uh, born to farmers from Mississippi and Arkansas. Her uh, name Gertrude Hawkins is her name. She lives in Los Angeles. She's 106 years old. Do you think that's the Gert who calls us all the time? I would love that <laughs> if that were indeed Gert who calls us all the time. I don't think so. Uh, however. Um, they asked her about the keys to longevity, and here's what she had to say. 
I don't let nothing bother me because worry don't get you nothing but gray hair. I don't want that. I try to treat everybody right. In that way, I have no worries, no regrets about my life. I got one answer for everybody. It's to live and don't die. <laughs> That's the goal, right? <laughs> live and don't live, die. Live and don't die. Think about that. World War One. She saw World War One. Yeah. She saw... The Depression. Yep. She saw World War II. Uh-huh. Korea, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just like all of the events, walking she, on the moon. She was middle-aged in Korea. <laughs> That's how and old she, this lady is. And the pictures of her, she's still walking around. Yeah. She has a walker. Yes. But she's not confined to a wheelchair. She's not just sitting in a chair. She's mobile. She's... I mean, mobility goes at yes. a certain age. Yeah, she's a, she's a I'm not fun- being ageist. I'm she, just saying that's one of the things that deteriorates over time is mobility. She's a fu- highly functioning 106-year-old woman. It's incredible. Yeah. And they they blew it up on social media, right? Like, do you think she's online? Do you think she's on Instagram or Facebook? I do not. <laughs> she's not... All right, hey, we got to take a break. Okay. When we come back, Casey, you yeah. did something over the weekend. Of course, you were gone for several days, mm-hmm. and I, I asked you. I, I made took the, a few days off. I made the egregious mistake of asking you what you did on your time off, and that's just completely scared the hell out of me uh, uh, when you told me what you did and what you have uncovered. And Did uh, it scare you because of what I did, or did it scare you because of what I did? Both. <laughs> both. What I didn't do, actually. Okay, well, we'll get into that coming up from 93 WIBC. Well, we're all 93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here now. You were gone Thursday and Friday. Mm -hmm. And I strolled in this morning and I asked you, I said, well, how did you spend your time off? I know you went to a concert of some sort. I did. Who was that? Luke Combs. Oh, is that a country person? Yes. He was there with Lainey Wilson and also Riley Green. I assumed that he was a country person because of the amount of people who posted pictures that they went and many of them were wearing flannel Mm -hmm. and trucker hats. Yes, I was wearing flannel and boots. Did anyone recognize you? Did they say you're Casey Daniels of the award-winning Kendall and Casey show? You mean one person out of the 60,000 at Lucas Oil Stadium. Hey, you no, look like... I, I slid in unrecognized, Rob. Uh, but on top of that, I was mm-hmm. expecting you to tell me you may have ventured somewhere. You may have gone and seen family members of mm-hmm. some sort. Maybe you went on a, a shopping spree. Maybe. Oh, I did that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did that, and I also lost some money at the casino. But anyway, you saying... You told me that you did something with artificial intelligence and I don't have any idea what you said but it sounds very very scary. Yeah so I did a deep dive into chat GPT and AI because that's how I spend my time Okay, off. so chat, I'm a super dork. Chat GPT mm-hmm. is this computer system where you can ask it questions mm-hmm. and it will respond to the thing for you. Yes but here's the thing you don't just ask it questions you have to prompt it. Oh. And this is a new career field it's called prompt engineering. What does that mean you have to prompt it? Well, you don't just say, write an article about Indianapolis. Oh. You want to say, since you're the expert, 
That's right. You compliment the AI to get better answers. Since you're the expert, help me write an article about Indianapolis. I want it to be 200 to f- 250 to 300 words long. Give uh-huh. me three different subheadings and make it in a fun, creative style of writing. Whoa. And then it'll spit out an article. Uh-huh. And then you can go deeper. You can pick like one sentence out of it. You mentioned White River State Park. Go deeper in depth on this and be my consultant. Show me a step-by-step process. I mean, you can have entire conversations with AI through ChatGPT and have it do things for you. It's incredible. Let me give you an example of one thing that I did. So do you remember last week we were talking about honoring Vietnam veterans? Yes, yes. It was uh, the 50th anniversary of mm-hmm. the America, the end of America's active involvement in the Vietnam War. Yeah, the National Vietnam War Veterans Day. And you and I had about a five-minute conversation about it. So what I did was I took that audio, got it transcribed, and then went over to ChatGPT and said, okay, I want you to write an article about this. Uh-huh. 250 words, give me two subheadings, and make it in a fun, formal style creative writing. So basically, you asked it, based on our segment, to essentially do- An article. What, what, yeah, the, like the side piece that you do yep. every every most days on WIBC.com. Yeah, write a synopsis of what we said. And I said, and I will attach the script which I did, and it spit out an article. And then I narrowed down and I said, no, make this more creative and formal style of writing. And then it did that. And then I said, okay, give me three Instagram carousel posts to raise awareness about National Vietnam. What the hell is an Instagram carousel post? It's Instagram. You know, just give me some posts that I can put on Instagram, uh right? So so it is, let me just recap here. You have asked it to write a story, Mm -hmm. and then from that story... Mm create posts that you can put on Instagram? Yep. Okay. And then it did that, and it spit out like four or five slides that I could put on Instagram. Uh And then I said, okay, give me some Instagram story poll ideas. And it did that. Like, here's one of the things that spit out. Have you thanked a Vietnam War veteran for their service? Yes. Do you believe the treatment of Vietnam War veterans was unfair? Do you think politicians should be held accountable for their actions during the Vietnam War? All these different questions that spit out. So it did. It wrote an article for you. Mm -hmm. It gave you posts that you could put on your social media. Mm -hmm. Then it gave you poll questions you could ask to enhance your social media presence. And then I asked it to give me some multiple choice questions. And like, here's an example. And it did. It spit out like four or five. Five of those. It's uh, what is National Vietnam War Veterans Day? A, a day recognized annually to celebrate the end of the war. B, a day recognized annually to honor the service of veteran Vietnam yeah. War. So it does all of this. And what I found out in my deep dive uh-huh. of AI and Chat GPT, there are just a ton of apps coming out. Like you can say to it, I need a picture of a frog. And it'll give you a picture of a frog. No, I want the frog in a cup. And it'll put the frog in the cup. No, I want the frog in a cup floating on a lake. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. Isn't that what Google already does? Don't you, like you could Google picture of a frog and you'll get 10 million pictures of a frog. Don't we already have that? Yeah, but that's licensed artwork you're talking about. This is freshly creative stuff. Oh, it's it's not like a real photo of a frog? No, it's a real photo of a frog. Or uh, a, an artistic rendering uh-huh. of a frog, but then then I could take what we said and make a commercial out of it, make a movie out of it. Like I started writing a book with it. I said, I've got a big project for you. How do we go about this? Give me step by step process, and it tells you. Like I could say, I need an app 
I want to make an app that I could use with you. What is the best market, right? I mean, AI is going to be something really big, and we need to really be aware of it. And there was this letter came out that even Elon Musk signed that said, chat GPT-4, AI-4, we need to stop right here. So basically, it is taking over humanizing. Absolutely. That was terrible grammar and probably a terrible description, but it is essentially starting to do functions that we associate with day-to-day humans. Yeah, human life, human operation. And Alpha Media just came out, and they said that they're going to start using it, chat, uh, radio GPT is what they're calling it. I saw this. To replace their disc jockeys. I saw this, and then I also heard a commercial on the uh, 107.5 The Fan Mm -hmm. coming into work today that apparently the Masters this year, Mm -hmm. because the Masters has really been at the forefront, which the Masters is this week, Mm -hmm. of um, kind of live streaming golf events, the way they do it. They do, you can pick select holes, you can pick select groups you can do the tv broadcast you can do it all on the internet and Mm -hmm. at least in the past it's all been free to to stream they were saying this year that essentially you can follow every golfer or any golfer that you want and they are going to have ai call the action Mm -hmm. and i don't understand because you know i don't know anything about technology but i don't totally understand how this works but apparently you're going to have a guy describing the action or a girl or whatever Mm -hmm. that is artificial intelligence telling you what you're seeing as you're watching the golf tournament. Yeah, exactly. I'm out on all this, Casey. Here's another example. Let me give you another quick one, Rob. So you could go into ChatGPT and say, okay, I want to fly to Phoenix. Give me the best, quickest, lowest flights available. Plus, I'm going to need a red bathing suit while I'm out there. And boom, it'll search them all out, find you the flight, find you bathing suits. And you can say, you know what? I can't decide on the bathing suit. Send these to Rob and let him pick. And you can now attach the chat GPT to your email and have it do it'll it'll type up the email. Hey, Rob, Casey wants your opinion on bathing suits. Which one do you think is the best? Here are your options. Allow me to say I think this is an incredibly terrible idea. Well, and that's why all of these people signed this letter, including Elon Musk, saying we need to pump the brakes on AI and chat GPT because it is it is. Getting into some scary territory. What an uplifting! What an uplifting way to end the show today. (laughs) Aren't you glad I researched this for you? That's what you did on your vacation. (laughs) I'm fun. (laughs) All right, that's it. Take us out. All right, thank you, thank you, Kevin. Good job, and thank you for listening today. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. At least for now, until we're replaced by AI.